Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another Arsblog Arscast on Arsblog.com in association as always with OleOle.com, the football community website. Hope we find you well this Friday or whenever you happen to be listening to this. It could be two weeks later, although it would also be a Friday if it was exactly two weeks later, wouldn't it? So if you listen to this 10 days from now, happy whatever day it is. I can't, you know, I just can't be arsed. Figure out Wednesday, Tuesday, depends when you... It's going to be a slightly shorter Arscast than usual, uh, as there's no blog chat. Me being away and everything, I haven't had a chance to uh, organize anyone or send someone an email or, or a text. Well, I did send someone a text, but they didn't reply. I won't name any curly, slow-talking names, but there you go. These are the things that happen in live broadcasting. Well, it's not really, you know, I can say it sounds much better when you say live broadcasting rather than bloke sitting in a in a bedroom. You know, able to edit and stuff and cut out any bits he doesn't like. Which would lead you to ask the question, how does so much of it stay in? And a very valid question it is as well. So there is no uh, blog chat, which means that um, it might be about 10 minutes shorter than usual unless I can find something to talk about in that 10 minutes. Um, Quite what that will be yet, who knows? Uh, So prepare yourselves for shortness. That's all I'm saying. Uh, coming up on the show, though, uh, we've got, uh, what have we got? We've got uh, Arsene Wenger Hawkins, he's here very briefly. The man in the bar, um, he's also here. Uh, Tony Adams may have some poetry. There'll be a new feature, a brand, brand new feature, At Home with Emmanuel Eboué. That's coming up in a little while. And, of course, we'll be looking back on what happened since the last Arscast and what's going to happen between now and the next Arscast, which is plenty that's quite a lot to talk about. Um, so let's start, uh, since uh, we generally do start at the start, the beginning of things is, is where we normally start, um, with uh, what happened since the last Irish cast. Well, I went to Spain, and I got quite drunk most of the nights. I know that may come as a shock to the more puritanical amongst you, uh, but I do enjoy a beer or two. Oh, in fact, a beer of the week this week. We're back on the beer. And it is uh, San Miguel, Spanish Lager. And it is being drunken out of uh, a very cool ceramic stein, which I got from uh, a bar in Barcelona. Now, we we used to go there for uh, Sunday morning uh, sort of breakfast with the newspapers, and it was this, it's this great place on the Ramblas, if you're ever there, on the right-hand side about 200 yards down. It's called the Vienna. 
And there are a number of them around Barcelona, but uh, this one is the one we used to go to. Uh, I think it's the original one, but they do they do sort of hamburgers and and hot dogs and strange um, sandwiches and and beers and and chips and things and and it's great. And they do this one sandwich called a pepito, which is just like a, a chunk of fillet steak in a bun with a slice of tomato and some pickles. And I can tell you this: uh, when you've got a hangover. Uh, one of those and a beer is a really good thing. The thing is, though, the beer always came in these in these steins, these um, lovely white ceramic steins. So I bought some because uh, the mug smasher, yeah, I know, the irony is not lost on me either, um, asked me if I could pick one up. So I picked up uh, one for him and, of course, one for me as well. And I'm sitting here drinking my beer out of it, and and it makes the beer taste nicer. I don't care what anyone says. Drinking something out of a nice glass makes it taste nicer. End of story. You get, you know, if you go to one of these uh, trendy bars now and you order a pint of Czech lager and they give it to you in a in a nice, tall, uh, super-duper, groovy Czech lager glass, it tastes an awful lot better than it does if you get it in a normal sort of pint glass. The old-style pint pot with a, with a worn-out Guinness symbol on the front. That's just the way it is. And so this stein makes my beer taste nicer today. Here it is. Mm, taste, taste test. Fantastic. So that's what happened. That's where I got that from, and that's why we have this beer of the week. And um, yeah, what else happened? Okay, well, on 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 the uh, Sunday, we decided to get up and, and go down to this pub called the the Black Horse, where they were going to show. Mrs. Bloggs was very keen on on watching the Ricky Hatton fight, and I was going. There'd be nowhere that's showing it because it's uh, whatever time it was on in the UK, four o'clock. It'd be five o'clock. Uh, in, in Barcelona, and really, I wasn't going to stay up. I didn't care that much, but I would uh, would have gone and watched it if it was one o'clock, two o'clock. So the Black Horse were showing uh, the Ricky Hatton fight, followed by uh, the Arsenal Borough game. So down we went on uh, on Sunday morning, had a couple of pints, watched the Ricky Hatton fight. Oh, poor man, guy, he got he got beaten, poor fella. And then afterwards, we watched the Middlesbrough game, and 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 the plan was just to have one or two beers while we were down there because we had to go out on the Sunday night and meet some friends, etc., etc. But the more the match progressed, the more things became apparent that it wasn't going to be our day. For some reason, the more inclined I was to drink pints. And, um, yeah, but by the end of the match, I'd had a couple or three too many, which was... uh, which was good fun, I have to say. It sort of killed the pain of the Middlesbrough game, which is probably what we should talk about. Or should we not? Should we not? We've all... Yeah, it was just a bit crap overall. No point dwelling on it because uh, those are the kind of performances that you're going to get over the course of a season. So I say, accept it and move on. And move on. That's it. Uh, the unbeaten run is gone. Maybe that's not a bad thing in itself, a burden around the neck slightly. And, uh, of course, you can ask questions about some of the performances and, and point fingers, etc. So a lot of people talking about Gilberto, saying Gilberto's finished, his legs are gone, you know. And while obviously his form hasn't been good, I'm slightly disinclined to go down the route of, of he's finished. His position has been usurped by uh, that man Flamini, um, but... At the same time, we have to remember he was our, uh, probably our best player last season. Scored a lot of goals, dragged us through some games, led by example on the pitch. And I think now, when he hasn't been in the team and is struggling to sort of find his fitness and rhythm and, and match fitness, etc., etc., he's a little bit unfair, I think, to start, you know, writing him off. Are we so fickle, really? Do we not give anybody the benefit of any doubt whatsoever? 
when we say, yeah, this is only like the fourth league game or fourth game you've played all season long. And, you know, nobody played well. Nobody performed on the day. And, you know, all of a sudden it's uh, chuck him out. Let's see if we can get a few million for him. Uh, If anything, uh, the injuries we've had in the last little while have shown us that we need a a big squad. We need all the midfielders that we've got. So I'm not sure that selling him is a good idea either. So perhaps we could... Perhaps we could uh, support the guy a little more. That's just my just my thinking. Anyway, um, that's it. So that was Borra. On Wednesday night, we had Stao Bucharest uh, and got back to winning ways. A goal from Abu Dhabi and a goal for Nicholas Bentner as well, who uh, is showing that when he does get chances in the team, uh, he can make a difference. I was impressed with him, I have to say. Uh, he was in great positions a number of times and uh, final ball uh, didn't reach him. Uh, a few times, and you think maybe if somebody uh, of the craft of uh, Hleb or Fabregas had been playing, um, then you know he might have he might have had a couple more. But uh, he took his goal very well, uh, made a nuisance of himself. Theo Walcott, um, yeah, his finishing isn't great, and his final pass isn't great. But uh, to me, I see a good progress in in Theo since uh, even since the start of the season. He looks stronger, he looks more confident. He's uh, tracking back, doing his defensive work, uh, and uh, I think we have to remember as well that he is only a. 18 years of age. Not every 18-year-old can be like Cesc Fabregas uh, and perform to an extremely high level. And, and there was probably a little more pressure on Theo because he came with this transfer fee, he came with this expectation, all the big clubs are chasing him. Uh, and, you know, someone's expecting a Rooney or a, or a Fabregas who are sort of freakish in the way that their talent has developed so early. So I think we need to be a little more patient with Theo, and I, I'm happy with what I've seen uh, in the Stour game. Robin Van Persie obviously is back. Whether or not he faces Chelsea remains to be seen, but it is good to see him back uh, on the pitch again. So that's more or less what's happened between this Arscast and the last Arscast. There'll be other waffle, I suppose, uh, between now and the end, but for now, let's go to the bar, where the man in the bar has got a player history. Hello, my friend, hello. There you are, bit of Neil Diamond to start off this player history. And Neil Diamond, if you didn't know, was a magical man he could see into the future. He was a seer, it's true. He wrote a song about an Arsenal midfielder long before this Arsenal midfielder was even born. Alex song, song, blue, doodle, doodle, doo. Do you what I mean? Uh, no, put the glass down. Put the glass. Yeah, I, okay, I know I deserve it, but. Anyway, sorry about that for trying to bring a little cheer into your life around this festive time. You're miserable looking old cunt at the best of times. You think you fucking take a little bit of a joke. Anyway, today we're going to tell you all about a fella who's an ex Arsenal player, but not by long. No, only just a few months ago when he left the club after a long number of glorious, well, mostly glorious years. He is, of course, Frederick P.J.F.W. Jungberg, or Jungberry, as they call him in Sweden, the mad cunts. What do you want to call him that for? (sighs) They're strange people. Anyway, I don't know what all those middle initials stand for either, so you can go and shite if you want me to explain that to you. Freddie Youngberg joined Arsenal, you see, in 1998, after Arsene Wenger saw him playing for England. He played against England for Sweden and he was brilliant. He was here, he was there, he was fucking everywhere, essentially. So he paid three million for him and he came on to make his debut wearing the number eight shirt recently vacated by Ian Wright, Wright, Wright. 
against Manchester United. And within minutes, he had lobbed Peter Schmeichel, something he was to make rather a habit of, which endeared him, you would have to say, to many Arsenal fans. His most prolific run of form was in the 2001-2002 season. When Robert Pires got injured and we needed someone to take over the goal-scoring mantle, there was Freddie. And not only was he scoring goals, he had a big mad red fucking stripe in his hair, you see. And it was that stripe, the Samson-esque stripe, that made him score those goals. Coincidence or not, that when the stripe went, so did Freddie's potency. Red stripes in his hair were like Viagra to Freddie's old, withery, kind of floppy, slightly you know, Pele-ish old man, so to speak. Culminating in the fact that when Freddie shaved all his hair off and there were no stripes and no hairs at all, his career went a bit downhill, you would say. The perfect illustration of this is the fact that he's now playing for West Ham. He's not really playing for them. He's only made five appearances, and most of them as a sub, so far this season. Oh well, Freddy, I'd have bought you a wig if you were still with us, but as you're playing for those old cunts, I wouldn't even give you a merkin. It's true. More from the man in the bar and another player history on next week's Arscast. Now, uh, what was I going to tell you about? Oh yeah, uh, before we look ahead to uh, what else is coming up on the pitch, uh, just to remind you a little bit about the Arsenal Opus competition that's running on uh, on the website. All you need to do, there's two places you can click, either the banner underneath each day's blog post or the right-hand side, and uh, uploading your photos could win you a copy of the Arsenal Opus and could win you match tickets as well, but a copy of the Arsenal Opus. Uh, worth in the region of £3,000 would be a very nice prize indeed. It is uh, closing up, I think the competition is closing up either the end of uh, December or just the first week in January, so have a click on yourself and and read the terms and conditions there. But all you've got to do is upload your favourite Arsenal picture, something that you took yourself, obviously, uh, not just a, a nice picture, for example, of Alan Sunderland running away after scoring the winning goal in the 1979 FA Cup final, is one of my favourite Arsenal pictures, but as I didn't take it, it it wouldn't be eligible. Uh, So do check that out if you fancy winning a copy of that and you have somewhere big enough in your house uh, where you can keep it, because it is very, very big. Um, If you don't have any idea of the size of it, let me try and and think of something that that could, uh, you know, put put the picture in your head. It's like uh, bigger than than Saul Campbell crossed with a mountain. That's how big it is. So you need a a good big space in your room. If if you want to have a look at an Arsenal Opus, Steve emailed me during the week and he said uh, they have one on display in Selfridges. So if you're in London, you're out and about doing your Christmas shopping and, and you just can't be arsed doing any more Christmas shopping because it's a pain in the hole, uh, why don't you... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. 
And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. To pop into Selfridges and have a look, he said he spent 15 minutes flicking through the Arsal Opus, which is quite nice. Then he said he stopped and let the guy behind him have a go. It's cool. It's sort of like, you know, in the video game shops where, you know, there's someone playing. Except this time, the guy who's playing lets you off and lets you have a look. So that's it. It's the Arsenal Opus competition. Um, Chelsea preview coming up in a little bit. Um, We do have a a very busy seven or eight days coming up, though, because we've got Chelsea, obviously. Uh, And then midweek, we've got Blackburn in the Carling Cup. And I can imagine that it's probably going to be as weak a Carling Cup team uh, as we've ever seen. Um, with the, the North London Derby coming up against the, uh, the Wanky Spurs on Saturday, uh, followed, you know, that's Chelsea on Sunday, uh, Blackburn on Tuesday, and then, and then Spurs on the Saturday. Uh, I, I would imagine a large number of the first teamers are, are going to be rested there. So who knows what kind of kids are we going to send up to Blackburn. But uh, either way, either way, Carling Cup being sort of the least of our concerns this year, it could be quite interesting. You know what happens sometimes when you send kids out and, and they have no fear and there's no pressure on them. Nobody expects them to do anything. So it could be a very interesting game, that one, against Blackburn. And, and we do have a little bit of history with Blackburn, don't we? We don't like them too much. Maybe Robbie Savage will be there. David Bentley will be there doing his terrible goal celebration. Do you know who I am? That's who I am. Yeah, yeah. You're the guy who plays for Blackburn, not Arsenal. Cunt. Anyway, Arsene Wenger Hawkins. Hello, everyone. Just a short visit from me today. I would simply like to say, ahead of the Chelsea game, that Ashley Cole is a little cunt. I would like to give him Ebola, distemper, meningitis, chickenpox, and the dreaded lurgy. Sadly, I am not the dispenser of disease and pestilence. Only God, and pharmaceutical companies, can do that. I hope that those of you that are going to the match will do your utmost to let him know, from me, what I think of him. If you're wondering why I can stick around this week, it's because I'm planning a major heist. I'm going to smuggle 50 kilos of cocaine into Ireland and ensure that all the celebrities, from A-list to Z-list, take some of it. Naturally, there won't be any poison in it at all. Naturally. Oh no. There you go, Arsene Wenger Hawkins will be back on another Arsecast sometime in the near future. It could be next week, it could be the week after, it could be both, it could be a month from now. Who knows? He's a man of mystery, an enigma, a a guy that goes missing quite often. What do you call that? Is there a name for somebody like that? A vagabond, a flight risk, a a flitty cunt. That might be one way of putting it. Uh, Good news during the week as well is that uh, a new deal is almost agreed with Matthew Flamini. I like that. I like that. The guy is, um, he's done really good things this season. Uh, when you consider he spent most of last season completely frozen out. Certainly the second half of the season anyway. Uh, and that was down to him, I think, uh, expressing a desire to leave because he wanted to go play in midfield somewhere. Um, and I think now that he's been given the chance to, to uh, play regularly in midfield, we can understand a little bit why he, why he felt he needed to leave. Um, it was difficult, I suppose, with Gilberto playing so well and Sesc being Sesc, uh, uh, but uh, it's great news. Hopefully five more years of the Flamster. I'm, I'm down with that. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. Now this. Now it's time to be at home with Emmanuel Abue. Oh, yeah. Well, 
Welcome to my home. I am a boy. A boy like film. Top three a boy film. Number one. A boy sees a hand. A boy like to cut. Number two. Star Wars with a boy one Kenobi. Dobi. Do. Three film. A bridge over the river. Ebue. Ebue like bridges. But only Jeff Bridges. You go now. Tune in next week for more At Home with Ebue. Oh, baby. You know at the start of South Park episodes where, where they have this disclaimer and it says celebrity voices are impersonated badly. I don't need to, um, it's not, not a road uh, I need to go down, is it? No? No. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Anyway, uh, the Chelsea game on Sunday, and um, what a game it's going to be. We haven't beaten Chelsea in what seems like a really, really long time. Um, under Mourinho, we never beat Chelsea, which is a bit of a shame, really, because I would have liked to have seen his head explode once or twice um, uh, after, we'd, uh, after we'd done them. Uh, before Mourinho, we beat them all the time. They were just, you know, it was simply a matter of turning up and beating Chelsea. That's what we did in the league, in the cup, home and away. We beat them. So I'm hoping that uh, Mourinho had some kind of hex over Arsene Wenger and, and they'll resort to kind now under the regime of Avram Grant. They're playing some good football, though, and they've been quietly and efficiently going about their business, and they do have a big squad of, of good players, so it's it's not going to be easy. From our point of view, we're back on track a little bit after the Stour game, but uh, we've gone through a difficult week in the league. Uh, we had three away games, Villa, Newcastle and Borough. We started with a win, uh, moved on to a draw, and ended up with a defeat. So things got sort of progressively worse. But we were away from home and we were missing important players. We'd know Van Persie, we'd know, uh, we'd know Sesk, we'd know Hleb, uh, we'd know Flamini, um, certainly for Newcastle and, and for Borough, uh, even though uh, obviously he played a part uh, against Villa, Hleb too, until he was, uh, until he was taken off. So you would hope uh, that we'll have uh, maybe one or two of those back. Sesk is the biggest doubt out of the three, I'm told. Flamini could be back, Hleb could be back as well. And... Um, it's a big game in the sense that we're top of the league. We've uh, had our momentum slightly halted, uh, and losing losing is is fairly unthinkable, I have to say. Uh, there's obviously a bit of a connection there. William Gallas is now our captain, who was uh, a, a Chelsea player. Will he be more motivated to win simply because it's Chelsea? Maybe not. He says he's not. It's just another big game that he wants to win. But I think any any player that goes back to an old club wants to prove a point somewhat. And his departure from uh, from Chelsea was somewhat acrimonious. I think that's more between uh, him and Mourinho, perhaps. But there's also guys like Book there and, and Kenyon who were probably involved in, in Gallus' unhappiness. So we, we'll see what happens there. Um, there is, of course... Uh, the possibility of the return of, of you-know-who. Uh, and we'll deal with that in just a second. Hello, Tony Adams here again with another poem that I wrote. Given the fact that we're playing Chelsea on Sunday, and it might mean the return of Ashley Cole, I thought it might be a good idea to write a poem about Ashley Cole. This one is entitled... You horrible, traitorous, backstabbing, turncoat, Judas, fifth columnist, quizzling cunt. And it goes like this. Oh, Ashley Cole, you are an horrible, traitorous, backstabbing, turncoat, Judas, fifth columnist, quizzling cunt. 
If you weren't such an horrible traitor as backstabbing Turncoat Judas' fifth columnist Quizzling Cunt, I would never write a poem about you. For I dwell on the side of darkness. You can. Thank you very much. So it could be the return to Arsenal after all this time of Ashley Cole. He's into his second season now at Chelsea. For whatever reason, last year he didn't play. Conveniently injured. Somewhat protected, you might think, by, by Jose Mourinho, who might have felt slightly culpable for all the hatred and bile that was directed towards Ashley Cole, as he had obviously a direct part to play in it. I'm not sure Avram will grant him the same protection. Sorry, really, really sorry about that one. So he could line up, but left back against us for the first time. He was part of the uh, Carling Cup team, you remember? Um, He ran up and down kissing the Chelsea badge in front of the Arsenal fans. And you might say, well, look, time has moved on. It's been over a year since he left. We've got Gail Clichy now at left back, who's a much nicer person and just as good a player, you might say. There's also Armand Traore coming through the ranks as well. Would he have come through without Cole? Can we not be adult about this? Sure we can, yes. Can we not accept the fact that he made his decision? Yes, we can accept that. Can we accept the fact that he made his decision and has gone to play football somewhere else? Absolutely. Does that mean that Ashley Cole, should he play be spared the ire and the bile and the chanting? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Why would it? Just because you call Teddy Sheringham a cunt once doesn't mean it gets any less interesting the next time. Oh, we've already called him a cunt. Now nah, we, we better not. We haven't had the chance to welcome him, so to speak, uh, back to Arsenal. And I think... He's going to get a huge amount of stick. Uh, people are going to sing songs about him. They're going to boo his every touch. And, you know, he's going to deserve it. Every single last bit of it. Because, you know, we're football fans at the end of the day. If we can't be passionate about our own football team, then we might as well give it up. And this is a guy that was an Arsenal man. He was arsenal through and through. He was brought up through the system. And he turned his back on us for money. That was it. For money, so he could go and play with his fucking chav mates at fucking Chelsea. John Terry and Frank Lampard, what wonderful company. You see? So, um, Ashley's made his bed. And he made his bed a long time ago. He has yet to lie in it. And um, should he lie in it on Sunday, uh, then I hope somebody wets the bed. Not Ashley. I hope someone else wets the bed while he's lying in it. Metaphorically speaking, of course. I would not like to suggest for one second that anybody was to urinate on Ashley Cole. That would not be a thing to see on live television. So nobody, 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 please urinate on Ashley Cole. Seriously, don't, 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 don't. Unless you really want to be a fucking hero. No, 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 I mean, really don't. In terms of the game, we've got to hope we've got some of our players back. Uh, Van Persie should be fit. Whether or not he starts uh, remains to be seen. Um, Sesk, like I said, the most doubtful of the three. Flamini and Leb could be back. It's going to be a titanic battle. It's Grand Slam Sunday. It's one of those uh, hyped-up games from Sky. And given the fact we haven't beaten Chelsea for so long, I'm really, really hoping that we're going to uh, that we're going to do them this Sunday. It would uh, make our position at the top of the league that little bit nicer, especially if Liverpool, for example, were to take some points from United. So fingers crossed uh, that we can do the business. Fingers crossed as well that um, whatever happens on Sunday, football is the winner.
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's Arsenal are the winner. Fuck football. Let's hope Arsenal are the winner. So that's it for this week's Arscast. I've got to go now. And I'll talk to you uh, all next week on the blog. And, of course, on next week's Arscast. Oh, it's a pre-Christmas Arscast, isn't it? Yeah. We'll have to do something Christmassy. Hmm. Suggestions to Arscast at arsblog.com. Talk to you next week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hello, this is the penis of William Gallas, and this weekend we play against Chelsea. It is a little bit awkward when you meet an ex, somebody that you have been inside many times. But I played there for some years, and this week I receive a phone call from the penis of John Terry, and he said to me, Oi, Penis of William Gallas, you better not score goals. And then I receive a phone call from the penis of Frank Lampard. And he say, Ah, penis of William Gallas, you better not stop me from winning a game. This is just my impression of the accent of an English penis. And then the penis of Joe Cole, he ring me and say, Ah, the penis of William Gallas. You better not do anything against me or I'll fucking tell on you. And then I receive a phone call from the penis of Ashley Cole. Except I do not think it was his penis. There was simply too much echo. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.